Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host Dana, aka it's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And we are here for this weekly episode thing that we're on. Yes, it's so new, so fresh. So fresh. <laughs> Our California words, so fresh. So fresh. Now, mind you, this is only the second week of doing weekly episodes, but we are excited. We're ready to get into it. And I think it's good because there's less time in between to edit episodes. So you guys are going to, it's going to be pretty natural. Very natural. Yes. As if you're here in the room with yes. us. Yeah. With our satin caps. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> satin caps are accepted, allowed. We encourage it. <laughs> yes. Do you think it's weird that I don't have anywhere, anywhere, any hair and I still rock my satin cap? No, because it's a part of the experience. Yeah. So I, it's a habit. Yeah. Yeah. And you still have hair on your head. Okay. So you need to protect the true. little girls. This is true. That is very true. Cause so, okay, real quick. Cause this is, this episode is not about my hair, but you know, I cannot do my hair to save my life. Right. Okay. You tried. I have tried. All I could offer up is two those two little French twists to the sides. Mm -hmm. If you ever see that, I did it. <laughs> anything else it was not me so um even with my short haircut if I want to like actually style it like I can't my barber he sponges it really well the curls are popping like it just looks yeah. so good when I try that home it looks trash really even yes. that dang and he's like bro just relax your hand and move the, <laughs> the brush I'm like I cannot do it. it just does not look right so for my short hair if you ever see it flat, like all I do is put product in it, brush it, and I still tie it down so it lays down flat. That's me. Yeah, that's if you, the okay. curls are popping, it's that's my barber. So I have to wear the satin cap throughout the week so the curls don't be flat and dry. To preserve the curls. To preserve. I get it. I get it. Anyway, Listen, you don't have to explain that to me. I've seen the sign cap and I know. No questions. <laughs> part of the experience. <laughs> but good to know. Alrighty, so let's jump right in. Michelle has a juicy topic for us today and it's going to be a surprise to me. So I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh my gosh. Now I feel like you're gassing it up. And be like, girl, bye. <laughs> so it's, I don't know. Is it juicy? I guess so because it is something that affected another uh podcast okay oh. so i don't know if you've heard of this so one of the so let's just go into it all right so we're jumping into this current topic mm -hmm. so one of the most popular podcasts is the joe button podcast oh okay. yes extremely popular they have signed deals with spotify they have signed oh, deals wow. with cash app patreon and i'm talking mills Okay. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. So I knew his podcast was big, but I didn't know it was like that. It was big. I mean, wow. well, yeah, it was big. Okay. What? Because so the podcast, so the Joe Budden podcast is not gone, right? He just has new co-hosts Okay. because he fired one of the other co-hosts on air, Rory. And then he let, I guess the other one kind of just faded away. But yes, he fired him on air. Mind you, he is not. So technically what they said was that Rory is not an employee. They're like uh, percentage shares or something. I forgot mm -hmm. the actual terminology, but he can't technically fire him because like, bro, I don't work for you. Right. You're not my right. boss. 
So I didn't see, I don't watch the Joe Budden podcast. I used to consume it before because they are like, they have a good dynamic and I love a good dynamic. But then mm-hmm. I realized I'm not the target audience. Why am I watching it? <laughs> so I kind of just stopped watching it and forgot. <laughs> Wait, so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Who is a target audience? I feel like the target audience for the Joe Budden podcast, number one, men. Because mm, okay. it's rough. Men. He be yelling, aggressive. Rough, yelling. Right. Yeah. People who also care about music. Not saying I don't care about music, but they're mm-hmm. invested. I'm talking about they're going into like mixtapes and just different yeah. things that's going on, stuff like that. Okay. So yeah. Not I. Not so much. <laughs> but it was still interesting to watch. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, okay. So my issue and what I wanted to bring up was the fact that okay, so they have been friends for a while. Mm-hmm. So Joe Budden and Maul have been like, I'm talking about sand, was it, have they been sandbox? I don't know if they're sandbox, but they're like, they've been close friends for a long, long time. So let me and, ask you this. Uh-huh. I'm not hip. Sandbox means they go way back? Way back, like from the sandbox, you playing in the play, you know? Oh, yeah, you're hip, kid. Because I was like, I figured that's what it meant, but I didn't want to be one of those people who have no clue what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> That would have been better. You could ask me offline. <laughs> now you're showing your cards. <laughs> I, trust me, I have no shame. I have no, no shame. shame. We know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> yes, you are right. So sandboxes, yeah, people who go way back, playground, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So he did them dirty. Essentially, the issue was, was that they wanted to see the financials, right? Just because, hey, we're cool. We're friends. We're not saying that you're stealing. We right. just want to know what's going on. We want to see the financials. We want to see the accounting. We want to see the books, what's going on. Where's the money coming in, this, this, and that. So allegedly there was like a $400,000 like discrepancy or issue and not saying that he stole, but it's just something like, Hey, let's get the accounting team to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, every time certain things would get brought up like that, Joe would turn into Joe and he would start yelling and start and tell them that, you know, like, don't worry about it. And this, this, and that allegedly, like just hmm. all of that. And Maul, he's like the real dude. Like he's like that black New York, like real. He like, he don't care about money. He don't care about anybody that he care about his yeah. name. Like don't bury <laughs> his name fam. Like that. You know what I mean? I wish people could see your reaction. He care about his name. Insert fingers point here. Ma'am, you're funny, but okay. I get it. He's down. Yes. So he's definitely down. So he noticed that, uh, Joe was kind of like acting. He was changing up Mm -hmm. basically for the money. He was changing up for the money. He noticed that he was moving different. You know, Mm -hmm. once you notice somebody's moving different, you start to pull back a little bit because you're like, wait, what's going on? Right. Because you see these mills, you see money that you weren't seeing before. Mm -hmm. Now you're being connected to people that you weren't connecting with before. Now you want to act brand new. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so because of that they turn around and they had like a one hour tell-all of what happened on their side where did they do this tell-all they did this tell-all on youtube so they don't have a podcast because i think joe said that if they were to create their own podcast he would sue the crap out of them Ooh. mind you these are your friends these are not people Ooh. that not saying that you should do people like this anyway but these are not people that you just random co-host that mm-hmm. Spotify mm-hmm. put together for you for you to just do a podcast with these are your right. friends right. and Ma is so funny because it's something that me and you say but Ma was like yo this was supposed to be the easiest thing for us it's just right. us coming together chopping it up talking right. and he turned it into this whole big thing and made it seem as if 
they were there for like, they weren't doing anything. They're just like, right, right. Like they're his employees. He shouldn't, they shouldn't be asking any questions about anything. They can audit him if anything, like just real crazy. But they did try to, right? Because they asked to see everything. They asked for the accounting, accounting team to answer questions about what's going on. And he was upset about that. So that is a very informal form of auditing and you didn't want that. So I'm confused. Right. So I think initially to them, they were just asking to see the books. That's Mm -hmm. it. Right. And I think their accountant send, um, sent over like in a, like the e like the body of an email, just like a, a few lines of like something. So anyway, obviously it wasn't the financials. You're just sending me a few things that you piece together, blah, blah, blah. So I brought all of this up to say, one, I don't ever want something like that to happen to us. Me neither. That's a (laughs) lot. And I don't see it happening, but I just wanted to bring up the fact that it is, and because they're such close friends, they kind of didn't really take too many things too seriously, Mm. you know, which they maybe, I mean, they had a contract together. They had lawyers once the money really started rolling in, Mm -hmm. but they kind of just let so many things slide. Wow. Because they were just like, he wouldn't do us dirty. You know, right. like that wouldn't happen to us. Even though Joe has literally like, he ran through so many different things, like so many issues with past things that he's done, but that's your friend. Even though your friend oh. is kind of someone who's like high strung, yep. you still think that's going to happen to you. So anyway, it was just so, it's so crazy to see something that like one friend came together and did to something that was just like, it just garnered so much good attention and Mm -hmm. money and all of it got thrown away because of ego, because of like hiding things, because you automatically felt like if I'm asking you for the books, that means that I think that you're stealing and that I don't trust you and that, you know, I want all of this money to myself when, to be honest, they were saying they weren't even really doing it for the money. Yes. (laughs) Is all of that money great? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of the day like that wasn't the main point that wasn't the main point and Rory even brought up the fact that he also because they have like a crew obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they have a crew doing all this stuff and for one of the deals they were like yo let's not even pay ourselves like let's just pay let's like let's make sure that they get paid really well because they're doing so much work at the end of the day yeah they're coming to record the podcast they're doing work but let's pay the people who are editing the sound the guy who's passing us our liquor when we talking you know what I mean (laughs) right right so, yeah, so it wasn't like juicy tea, but it was just crazy to see something like that fall apart and for Joe to like, just so disparate, like already move on, already get two random people wow. to take their place, same set, okay? Wow. And it's like, where's the love? Where's I the agree. Respect? I you agree. Know? And I kind of understand why he would be offended if he's not doing anything wrong. And now you feel like people are saying you are, but they're saying like, hey, we're not saying you're doing anything wrong. We are just curious. And if we're your friends, if we're your partners and we say we're in this together, why can't we see what's going on? You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you're so defensive makes me think that maybe you are hiding something exactly that's what they were saying they were like bro it's not that deep like if you were to ask me like if we were making a ton of money first Mm -hmm. of all i would feel overwhelmed so i want you to ask me to see things i want to make sure everything's right i need a second Mm -hmm. your eyes Mm -hmm. okay yeah (laughs) i've never managed millions (laughs) right 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 or even worked with someone who's managed millions right you know what i mean so i wouldn't take offense to you asking me Mm -hmm. unless 
I was doing some dirty things. And I'm like, oh, so you're coming for me now. Oh, let me right. go the No, I'm right. not I'm gonna be like, okay, girl, here you go. What? That's very odd, especially if it's your friends. Like, and that's yeah. why people always say it's not good to do business with friends and family. And I totally disagree with that. However, a third party is needed when it comes to finances and contracts and things like that, right? Because at the end of the day, no matter how much I love my friends and my family, I do have a slight bias just because I'm human. So in order to protect it, hey, I'm not going to be, even though I'm pretty good with managing funds and things like that, I'm not going to take that responsibility. We're going to hire a third party that we both agree on, that we both trust. We're both going to attend the meetings. We're both going to be CC'd on meetings. And then that way that makes sure every party is protected. Exactly. Exactly. And then he also ended up going on a smear campaign too and was saying that, just, you know, saying bad things about them, making it seem like one of the co-hosts mall was like, you know, just like, sleeping on his cap, just a bunch of stuff, like just putting a bunch of things out. Ah. Like it shouldn't, like it shouldn't even be that deep. Like why Mm -hmm. are you taking such offense to this? I don't like that. I just wanted to bring this up, you know, for any other creatives out there that are working with other people, um, working with friends, family, if you're doing business, just please make sure that you guys, and I agree with you. I think you can work with friends and family. It has to be the right people with the right mindset. Mm -hmm. You can't work with probably every family member, but if it's, or every friend, but if they have the right mindset, if you guys agree to things and you guys are transparent, there shouldn't be any issues. Right. If there's no egos getting involved, you know, mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any issues. Mm-hmm. So yeah, girl, current topic, hot topic. Everyone's talking about it. Like, Ooh, let's yeah. hope that is not ever our story. Like, no. Wow. I rebuke that. In the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I'm going to, you know, go on Twitter and see what the Twitter streets are saying after this. But yeah, I did not hear about it at all. Yes, girl. Hot, hot mess. So I want to bring up one more hot topic to get your opinion. Let's okay, do this it. This can be quick. So this is reality TV stuff. Okay. Okay. So you know Portia from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into it. Okay, real quick. So for you guys who don't know, Portia is a member of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's one of the actual cast members. She has a peach and she has recently announced that she is engaged to someone who is one of like a friend of, so like not a cast member, but like a friend of associate. Mm-hmm. She is engaged to her now ex-husband and they just recently got divorced in January or I don't know if they filed or if it went through in January and now she's engaged she's saying her and the girl were not friends and that should be fine and the child of Portia's father also knows knows the guy and they were like posing together on Mother's Day and she was just basically saying that she's happy that they are supporting her and that they can be co-parents to her to their daughter all three of them, everybody co-parenting. <laughs> so Dana, how do you feel about this? Do you think that at the end of the day, love is love and we should just be happy and call it a day? Or do you think that Portia's messed up for doing this and why? The minute you said love is love, I wanted to smack it. Okay. <laughs> like what? <sighs> I think it's very messy. 
I think there's definitely a lot of guilt on her part because I did see the post she made where she explicitly said she and the other woman, they're not friends. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand clarifying, but also something about that felt like, well, I know you guys are going to um, crucify me. So let me just put this out there and maybe that'll make the situation better. No, you were at her house. You were hanging out with her. So even if you're not friends, that's someone's husband. Yeah. And I've always heard people say women are so competitive and they're so comparative. And that just has never been my story because of the kind of women that are my friends. But to actually see that, that was heartbreaking. Agreed. Agreed. Like, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even have the words. I think that's trifling. I think the way you get them is the way you lose them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think everyone in the situation are adults with the exception of her daughter. And if this is what they see is best for them, then I wish them all the best. Uh, but that, that's really messed up. Yeah, I definitely lost some respect in that sense, because it's just like, I mean, I get it. So we are in Atlanta, right? So the dating pool. Very limited, very (laughs) shallow. Very shallow. But I think you can kind of act like leave the immediate group Mm -hmm. to find Mm -hmm. someone. I don't, I don't know. Everything feels rushed. I'm confused. Again, like you said, (laughs) if she's happy. You know, I mean, what can any of us say? But that definitely threw me for a loop. And I hope that for me, it always hurts me to see the children getting involved in so much craziness. But granted, mm-hmm. her daughter has no idea what's going on. Uh, that's probably true. Even if she's like one or two, she still don't know what's going on. She mm-hmm. knows, she sees, but she doesn't really fully know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that was kind of messed up and I couldn't even imagine like trying to even like someone who I don't ugh, ugh. I don't understand that and you guys are engaged already confusing it's only been three months since he's been divorced so you were with him while he was married and you think that's okay my thing is as a woman how does how do you feel you really think you're the exception to the rule. You're so special. You're so good. Like, he would never, like, I don't understand. You think you're the exception? I couldn't ever personally do something that I wouldn't want to be done to me. I couldn't. I would not be able to sleep at night. Yeah. I would not. So I, exactly. How would you feel? Like, I always take that into consideration. How would you feel if that happened to you? Mm-hmm. Girl, you would have been yelling. You would have been throwing your hips around. Okay, feeling some type of way if that was you, Portia. So why? But I do like Portia. I like her. Uh, I just started rewatching the show. So I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of into it. So I like her, but I just... Why do you like her? I like her energy. She's very fun. She gives me youthful. Mm. You know, she gives me... She gives me childish. That's what she gives me. For that. Yes, child. So with all of that being said, we're going to leave the messiness behind and uh, get to the meat of this episode. So for those of you who don't know, May 18th is Haitian Flag Day. And if you're listening to this on the day we released the episode, Haitian Flag Day this year was yesterday. And it's a big deal in our culture as two Haitian women who grew up in Miami, like, did you celebrate it growing up? Because I know I did. 
what are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> I don't know because sometimes it's like I don't know but it's a really big deal my mom used to buy us cute little outfits like the Haitian flag drip okay earrings jewelry shoes we did not play Haitian food listening to Haitian music going to festivals and parades like it's a big deal it is it really really is rightfully so and right exactly rightfully so so haitian flag day is another day to celebrate our heritage to celebrate our pride from um just us being coming from ancestors who were fighters and warriors and who made things happen so for those of you who don't know january 1st 1804 haiti uh won its independence from the french Mm -hmm. so we were the first black a free republic and the flag symbolizes that strength in that fight you know like even in the middle of the flag on the ribbon it says which means unity makes strength so just a reminder that we're stronger together we're better together and i really am proud to come from such strong people for sure and when i say when you say strong you mean strong okay i'll say strong to very strong people they are basically all built the same. Yeah. And if you're Haitian, you know. You know. <laughs> like, child. So let's talk about some stigmas of growing up. Like, I would say for me, I love following, like, the Haitian comedians because they all talk about our childhood. And it's like we were all raised in the same house. It's such a common experience. I'm like, wait, so that happened to everybody? Right. I thought it was just, I thought it was just my mom who was rough like that who she is just her jokes hurt but it gave you tough skin it gave you tough skin oh yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying like haitians are just like straight to the point they're very direct they don't sugarcoat anything like i remember one time i was talking about cooking and i said oh i know it's good because my mom said it's good and my friends who are american they're like well that's your mom of course she's gonna tell you it's good and my other friend was with me. She was Haitian. She said, absolutely not. Mm-mm. If it's trash, they're going to tell you it's trash. They don't care about your feelings. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're not here to, to, to lie, to sugarcoat. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. So, um, yeah, let's talk about, like, your childhood. What are, like, some stigmas that you still remember from childhood or, like, some good memories that you tie it specifically to the Haitian experience? Mm. Oh my gosh. Let me think. So I can say, cause you mentioned January 1st, mm-hmm. definitely having the soup jumu in celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's, mm-hmm. that comes with every January 1st, even mm-hmm. if you don't eat soup. Yep. You might have a little bit of it or, yep. you know, that's the vibes. Yeah. First. <laughs> Same. Cause I did not. So explain what is soup jumu. So soup jumu is a soup. Is it pumpkin or squash? I think it's interchangeable. Yeah, it, it is. Depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, it's just they felt the need to celebrate the independence with the soup, mm-hmm. and I'm here for it. Okay, <laughs> so it is a soup that is the base is either pumpkin or squash, and there's just like meat in there. There pasta, there's like pasta in there. There's yep. also like vegetables, and that's just a way to commemorate and to remember the independence. Absolutely, absolutely, and soup jumu is actually called freedom soup or liberation soup and i think i read somewhere that the reason it was squash and and pumpkin is because the enslaved people on the island could not have it like pumpkin and squash was specifically for 
the colonizers. So when they were free, they were like, F that, this is mine now. I know, that's right. Yeah. So that's where it comes from. I'm trying to look it up right now to see, but I, if I remember correctly, that's specifically why we use uh, squash and pumpkin. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's that's good. So I can definitely say that's one thing that's a part of the Haitian experience. I can say like one of the stigmas, I mean, we grew up in Miami, right? So in Miami, mm -hmm. that is where, so Haitians typically congregate in Miami or South Florida, Florida, particularly <laughs> South Florida, mm -hmm. or up North, New York, Boston, Boston, yep, maybe Jersey, but mainly Boston and New York. Yep. That's Brooklyn. where you find us. Yeah. That's where <laughs> yep. we're, we're either up there or down here. Down here. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so because we were born in Miami and that's like one of the main Haitian hubs, it was interesting that there was still like, I guess, other people who would still like say certain things about Haitians. Cause I'm like, listen, we're all like, a lot of us are Haitian. So like, what's going on? Right. But anyway, like one thing that I remember specifically is like, they would say like, oh, if you're Haitian, your people came on a boat, you're a boat. That's what you would mm -hmm. like call someone who's mm -hmm. like Haitian or yep. like particularly maybe a student who came, a student who came from Haiti and maybe still has an accent. They might call him a boat. A boat. Yep. Wow. <laughs> that is, I remember. That, don't you feel so far removed from that? I know. Calling I'm someone like, a boat? who does that? Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, yeah, that's one thing that I remember uh, mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, I mean, I can say another thing that I have been told, um, and this was back in the day, I've been told when I would say like, oh, like if someone asked like, oh, where you're from, I would say, you know, I'm from here, I'm American, mm -hmm. but my family is from Haiti. They'll be like, oh, you don't look Haitian. And I'm like, mm, what or is South Haitian. Like? Right. Like, well, I am from <laughs> America. So I may not have a Haitian accent. Right. I could have a little bit of an undertone because mm -hmm. of where I'm from and who I surround myself with. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Right, 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 right. Like there's no one look. I feel like, I don't know. In people's minds, there's just one way that Haitians look. And when they see like Haitians that are light skinned or even white Haitians, it throws them off because it's like, wait, you should not be Haitian. So I can say seeing white Haitians still throw me off, still throws me really? off. Not because I'm like, you can't be Haitian, but it's just so interesting to see someone who's white and to see the Creole like beautifully flow. flow out their lips. Flow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kid, I remember one time it was, I was in the seventh grade. At that time I was at North Miami middle school before I transferred to JFK. So I'm walking home. It should be like a big group of us that would walk from North Miami on home. And along the way, you would lose people because you get to their house. Yeah. So after school, there always used to be like this corner store we'd go to. We'd buy hot chips. We'd buy juice, like whatever. So at that time, I had like a little boyfriend in the seventh grade. My parents did not know because I'm Haitian. I couldn't have a boyfriend. That's okay. also an, another thing that comes with the experience. Oh, oh my God. You're going to church. Yeah. You are going <laughs> yes. to school. And you're going home. And you're going home. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So I'm walking with my boyfriend. I think we were like maybe ahead of the group or lagging. So as we're as we're walking, oh, we were behind them because there were there was an older white couple sitting on a balcony because we were walking by apartments. So you know, like it's a whole bunch of there's some Americans with us, but it's a whole bunch of Haitians. So they just talking crap about the old couple, like, look at them, they so old, look at the whites, like blah 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 blah. I kid you not. The man stood up and 
and started speaking Creole. He mm. told everybody to go home, school is over, and you guys are out here being vagabonds or vagabonds. Wow. And wow. when I tell you, everybody started running. We were <laughs> shook, shook. Not running like y'all did something wrong. They were talking crap about them. Yeah, yeah. They did do something wrong. No, but I feel like I can picture them running very hard. We were out. I wasn't even part of the group. I just heard the man round people. I heard the man t- telling them to go home. School's over. Subbing vagabonds. And you need to test it out. Everyone was gone. I was gone. Me and my boyfriend were running. Okay. Big book bag. But that was my first experience with white Haitians. And ever since then, I was like, mm, I'm not about to try it. Because you just never know. That is true. Never that know. Is very true. Especially in Miami. It's, oh, oh, my gosh. Another time in college. So I was in college and I just got so used to being around Americans. So I went home one winter break and you know, like now if you was your Haitian friend and you want to say something, you're going to say it in Creole because they get it. The other people around you don't get it. Yeah. So we went to like this bar in Wynwood and I was with my friend. What did I say about this man? Maybe I said he was fine or something like that, but I complimented him, I think. And he was, but I said it in Creole to my friend because I didn't want him to know I was talking about him. He mm-hmm. responded. And when I tell you, I was shook. Wow. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I, like, I just forgot that we're in Miami and everyone's Haitian here. We actually connected, exchanged, exchanged numbers because we just thought it was so funny. But that was another time I was like, dang, it's not the same. Like when you grow up Haitian and you have a whole bunch of Haitians around you, there's just like a comfort level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're thrown out of it, it's just a little bit different. So now I just look at my friends who don't speak Creole like, bro, why are you not Haitian? So I could tell you what I want to tell you about this person that's in front of me. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what about you? What are some that you can think of? Like stigmas or... Oh, you said it. I was going to say lekol lakai legli. So lekol means school, lakai means home, and legli means church. I had a very traditional Haitian upbringing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went to school. I got good grades. I went to church. I praised the Lord. Then I took my butt home. Did you sleep over anyone's house? That's Absolutely my not. Never. Uh, listen. Never. Listen. My, no, my parents did not play that. Absolutely not. So mm-hmm. Haitian culture, we don't do sleepovers. Yeah. And whenever I would ask my mom, the thing is, I just did not get it. So I would <laughs> always ask, I still, this would be the one time she changed her mind. And my mom would be like, do you not have a bed at home? What's wrong with your bed? And it's like, that's not the point. Everyone's going to sleepovers. I want to live my best life. She wasn't here for it. She wasn't here for it. Mm-mm. Do you think you would allow Brayden to have sleepovers or go to sleepovers? If I know the parents, yes. Mm, okay. Yeah. If I know the parents and I know the kid is not, since this is Haitian flag, this is a Haitian flag day episode, I'll mm-hmm. pepper in some Creole mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if I know the kid is in Desod, which means bad, <laughs> and I know the parents, for sure. But you never really know if your kid is Desod or not because you as kids, know. some kids, you know, <laughs> you know, because they don't. Some kids are good at being bad outside mm-hmm. and being all good inside. There are some kids, they don't care. The disrespect yeah, is in the house, out of the house, around the house. It everywhere. means nothing to them. Yeah. I don't care because you're not putting me out. You right, right, right. <laughs> so. I feel you. There's levels. There's levels to it. There's levels. I'm trying to think of other Haitian stigmas. I can't think of any, but I know there's a lot. Yeah. I know there's a lot. And I think 
for some time, there used to be a shame around being Haitian when I was younger. Same. Because especially in Miami, it was like the Zoles, which were Haitians, and the yeah. Yanks, who were Americans. Yeah. And they used to play us for being Haitian. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know when it became cool to be Haitian, to be foreign or whatever, but I'm, I appreciate the switch because I greatly appreciate my culture. I appreciate the fact that I can speak another language. Like, I love that. And I hate that part of that was taken away at some point during, I would say maybe a little bit in high school, mm -hmm. but now I'm over that and I'm so, so proud to speak Creole and be Haitian. And I hope that if or when I have kids, I can like teach them the language because it really is beautiful. Agreed. I so agree. I definitely remember. I never felt, I was never one of the ones that tried to downplay Mm -hmm. being Haitian either because I feel mm -hmm. like there were some kids who would like try to like oh I'm not Haitian what? yes you are your mama speaks Creole what are you talking about not, not <laughs> only Creole at that she only she doesn't speak English <laughs> <laughs> your mom does not speak English oh she works my with my gosh. mom I know that I know. know yeah yeah I feel you yeah so yeah I was never I was never that that one I'm like mm -hmm. okay I'm Haitian and yeah it is what it is it is what it is so, yeah, I would say now, though, it's still frustrating because Creole is my first language. I was born in Haiti, even though I went to school in uh, Miami and grew up in Miami. I've been here or I grew up in Miami. So I moved to Miami since I was four. That's what I'm trying to say. So technically, it's really hard to identify with someone who grew up in Haiti because our experiences are so different. Mm -hmm. But the first language I learned was Creole, so I will be speaking, and my Haitian accent comes out thick and heavy. It sneaks <laughs> up on me pretty consistently to remind me, baby girl, you can't leave the roots behind. <laughs> They're here to stay. They're here to stay. Um, so I would say that's that's the one thing, like, that Haitian accent is usually thick. <laughs> it, comes with the, it comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. It definitely comes territory. So before we go into revelations, uh, I just want to, what? We could talk quickly about the us going to Haiti. Oh, yeah. That's what I was about to say. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, so before we go into revelations, Michelle and I actually went to Haiti in our adult lives. We did. Uh, my 25th birthday, I decided... I'm a quarter of a century, and what better way to celebrate than, so for those of you who don't know, every year I try to do an international trip for my birthday, and I just thought for my 25th birthday, why wouldn't I go back to my motherland? Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is a lot of, like, the older Haitians that I know were like, don't go to Haiti, it's dangerous, you guys are all ladies, it's not safe, don't do it, you can go another time. You know, like they came to the States and probably hadn't been back for 10, 20 years, they're just getting news from family members, so they were just saying stay away basically. And I decided to go, and when I tell you we had a blast, a blast so on my end because of course you know I told my parents and I spoke to my mom first and when mm -hmm. I tell you it was a hot mess yeah she inst so my mom is like she gets worried very easily mm -hmm. so she was instantly worried <laughs> oh my gosh you're going to Haiti no 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 no. Well, you never know what can happen blah 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 
spoke to my dad. He was like, oh, that's great. Because this is my first same. time going. Same, like, oh, same that's, thing. That's Enjoy. Awesome. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, my gosh. Let me make sure you connect with this person while you're yep. there. They would want to see you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Same experience. My dad was trying to get me to see an uncle or a cousin or same thing. Live Crazy. your life. Go. Go. My mom's Dads like, are, are so you different. sure? Why yeah. would you choose Haiti? I'm like, we're Haitian. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I planned a birthday trip. I invited about six or seven of my friends. And I think only two of them were American. Everyone else was Haitian American. And we had yes. a ball. The food was good. The vibes were great. The Haitian people loved us. Now, they knew right away we were Haitian because we have that American accent people say Americans have. Yeah. But no, Vive. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, we definitely gave off American. Yeah, for sure. When I tell you, people were staring at us like... <laughs> what y'all doing here? <laughs> and we, it was specifically when we went to the Basin Blé. And we oh. were like... <laughs> <laughs> we were driving oh my gosh and when I tell no no it wasn't that it was when we were wearing workout clothes so I feel like it was it was Bassemblee and we were wearing workout clothes we were not giving off any drip nothing <laughs> workout clothes and they were still like you're not from here you're not from here you're a foreigner <laughs> listen they just knew but they were also very welcoming like so many of them, first of all, this is so random, but you remember when we went to Haiti, a lot of people had braces and I don't know if hmm. why that surprised me. Maybe I don't give the Haitian medical institution hospitals enough credit, but I was really shook. Hmm. I, I was really that. There were a lot of people with braces because at the time I had my braces. So it was yeah. always a conversation between me and them, hmm. but it was great. I loved Haiti. The food was great. We stayed yes. at a nice hotel in Port-au-Prince one night. Yes. Then we drove out to the resort. Then we went out to the countryside to see this beautiful waterfall called Basin Blend. We went swimming in it. We cooked Haitian. It was phenomenal. Yes. 10 out of 10 stars. It was definitely a great, great time. And for me, it was also refreshing because mm -hmm. I, again, I've never been to Haiti and there's not, I mean, besides Haiti, I'm sure there's like one or two other islands that may speak Creole, not mm -hmm. Haitian Creole. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it was so refreshing to go somewhere where I understand everything. 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 I feel like I'm home. Yeah. Like, you yes. know, I've been to Mexico, this, this, and that, <laughs> whatever. Mm -hmm. They speak in the Spanish. Right. <laughs> not the you know Spanish. I mean? <laughs> but here, it's my language. It's my, even at the airport, even yes. like flying back with all the Haitians. And I was, literally because i flew living back by, flew by myself and flew back by myself mm -hmm. and it was so funny being around other haitians on the on the airplane because they were not checking for the people when i told them to get off the phone we're literally <laughs> flying taking off into the air this guy was still on his phone because <laughs> haitians do not care like i don't know what you're telling me right now i'm doing something you will wait you will wait till i'm done oh y'all that trip was amazing uh it haitian was. men loved me they I legit did. gave out the WhatsApp number like seven times. They love you. I In remember. In like four days. <laughs> Wait, do you remember? Okay, so we went. <laughs> so we went to this little club or whatever. Oh, gosh. This little outdoor club. Right? Real cute. Real cute for Haiti, okay? <laughs> Listen. 
Okay, real cute for Haiti. We mm. love a spot where we can wear sandals. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember it was down the street from our hotel. Yes. All the vibes. No, legit. All the vibes. And I remember specifically, it was this guy. Do you, I think you probably still have my Instagram. Oh, gosh. You know, you love to exchange. The li- <laughs> <laughs> they love to exchange. So, um, yeah, so there was this guy, and I could tell that he kept looking at our group. Do you remember mm. what I'm talking about? The yeah. The light one? Kept yeah, looking the at tall light skin one. Yeah. Yes. So he ended up coming over, and I remember him introducing himself to everyone. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, we're outside, they're playing loud music. He, I'd never seen this before in my life. I was like, is this a Haiti thing? Is this new? Wait, what? It's innovative. When he was coming to say his name to everybody, he came, he whispered in one ear, <laughs> and he pressed down on your other ear <laughs> to make sure. You, you can, can hear? <laughs> we were all like, wait, what? <laughs> We don't, okay, back up a little bit. I can hold my own ear. <laughs> Just direct me. I can hold it. You don't have to hold my ear. Press my ear down and whisper your name in the other ear. I remember. I don't remember his name, but I do remember him doing that. And um, I think I unfollowed him eventually on Instagram. He was okay. telling me something. I was like, all right, I'm out of Haiti, sir. Like, <laughs> done here. I'm done here. Oh my gosh, uh, but it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I did not think you were gonna talk about that night, but yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, you thought I was gonna? Nope. No, 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 girl. It was fun. What happens in Haiti stays in Haiti. Stays in Haiti. <laughs> so yeah, we just love being Haitian. Mm-hmm. And I plan to celebrate by getting some Haitian food, um, and seeing where the Haitians are going to gather in Atlanta. It's just not the same because Miami. We know we could find several events. The options are unlimited. Everyone mm-hmm. is lit. Everyone's hype. Whether you're Haitian by association, and I've heard a new thing. You can also be Haitian by penetration. Ooh, very wild. I was like, oh, okay, this is new to me. Um, but in Miami, everyone is celebrating Haitian Flag Day. Atlanta is not the same, so I'm just gonna have to yeah. go digging for it. Yeah, I feel like there's a community in Lawrenceville because that's where a few Haitian restaurants are. And when you see more than one, you know that's where they gather. Yes. As well as Austell. Because when we were thinking about moving out there, which we did not, you know, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Not that anything's (laughs) wrong with it, it's just too far out. Yeah. I remember seeing a Haitian church, Haitian supermarket. I was like, hold on, wait, what? A Haitian supermarket? Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. So our people are out here. We just have to find them. You just have to find them. But I plan on doing the same thing. I plan on getting a nice plate of Haitian food. Absolutely. I would love to get that. I got to make sure I have the drink, the mm-hmm. Haitian food, okay? Mm-hmm. Same. Cheat on, on the diet a little bit. Same. Because I want, I want all of it. I want the meat. All I want everything. of it. Yeah. Same, same, same. All righty. So let's dive into Revelations because it's time. Yes. My revelation isn't that deep today. Okay. My revelations, I have three different revelations. The first Ooh, one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do business honestly and be careful with who you choose to go into business with. Protect yourself and the other person by having a third party. Yes. And be transparent. Yes. <laughs> That's my first revelation. Thank you. My second revelation. Women be messy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I'm totally kidding. I do not buy into that narrative at all. I'm very, very, very pro women. Um, but at the same time, just do unto others as you would like to have them do unto you. Yep. Because karma is very real. It is. And that's not on some new age kind of stuff, any of that. Whatever you put out, it does come back. Whatever you put out comes back into you. So that's real. Yep. And my third revelation is I am very, very proud and grateful to be Haitian. I'm grateful for my heritage. And even though growing up, I felt like I was at a disadvantage because I was Haitian in an American nation. <laughs> Ours. Um, I, Get out of here. <laughs> um, I'm proud of who I am. I'm very, very grateful. Awesome. Those were good. Thanks, Those are really good. <laughs> so I would say my revelation, I think I have two revelations. I would say my first one is not to forget where you came from, especially yeah. with friends when you're building and keep your ego in check. Please. Yeah. Like people get a little bit of money and act brand Different. new. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I definitely pride myself on not allowing certain like, because I remember when I didn't have much at all, mm -hmm. you know? So as I continue to grow into more wealth, okay. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Accepting it. Mm -hmm. Receiving you know? it. Receiving it. Mm -hmm. So as I continue to grow into more wealth, I definitely don't ever want to be that person that now is acting brand new. Yeah. Whether you have certain connects now, you know, whether you have more money, whatever it may be, like these are the people that are here that were there with you when you didn't have anything or yeah. have much. Yeah. So yeah. Don't First switch one. up. Don't switch up. Mm -hmm. Don't switch up. And two, I would definitely say like my revelation is it's always good to be proud of your culture. Yes. You know, because it can go in and out of style apparently. Right. Mm. So growing up, <laughs> it Not wasn't cool. the move. Right. right. It wasn't cool. And then now it's like, oh, you're Haitian. This is not, especially when you have like certain celebrities yep. who, you know, put that out there that they are Haitian. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, whatever. Right. So be proud of your culture. Even if you are just American. Mm -hmm. Be firm you know, in your identity. You know, yeah. And not just American, like you dry and don't have any flavor. Right, right, right. Because just we all like, somewhere. Right. Just if you're Black American, like. That's yeah. something to be proud of, you know? It's like, it's who you are and you're that person for a reason. Right. So when I said just American, I meant only American. Mm, like okay. your family isn't from, you know, yeah. But thank you for clarifying that. Cause yeah, I don't yeah. mean just American, like girl, <laughs> you drive, you need some pepper. Right, no. right. Not like Haitian American or Nigerian right. American. Yeah, gotcha. Right. So be proud of your culture. Never, you know, hold it back. And... If you haven't tried Haitian food, please do. It'll change your life. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, that's the best revelation ever. <laughs> Get you some Haitian food. I don't know anyone who has tried it and said they don't like it. Get Listen. you some Haitian food. It's life-changing. Life-changing. And the like, some of the best that I've had was when we were in Haiti and in Miami. Oh, my gosh. So, yes. 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 Oh, we got to go back to Haiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Rants and Revelations. As always, follow us on Instagram at rantandrevelations.tv. Let us know your thoughts on the hot topics around the Joe Budden podcast fiasco and the Porsche fiasco. Uh, and also what you think about Haitian heritage or your own heritage. We like to talk about all of the things. So we'll catch you next week on Rants and Revelations. Bye, guys. Bye.